you're listening to the high upside show a podcast that allows people like you and me to invest our money in a more entertaining way my name is keen arrivals i'm a photographer by the day but i make most of my money by flipping cards in this show i'll be sitting down with you and sharing my best practices you'll learn my process the lessons i've learned and more importantly who you should be buying What's up, guys, and welcome back to the High Upside Show. It's your host, Keenan Rivals, bringing you what I think is everybody's favorite episode. I think I give you guys a lot of value in these podcasts. I give you a lot of insight. I talk about my plays and my opinions on a hobby, but I know deep down inside, like I know you guys like that content, but what you really want to hear is if you should be buying cards or not. A lot of you are here to make some money. And, you know, within the last few weeks, we can kind of say that's been a little bit rough. We haven't seen a lot of cards reach new highs. I mean, if we're being honest, we've actually seen a lot of cards kind of go down. If I had to guess, I would say the entire market is down around 20%. So, you know, it's kind of rough here. A lot of people are kind of not panicking. I haven't seen too much panic, but a lot of folks are kind of wondering like, hey, what's going on? You know, for some players, I think this is expected, especially for guys who are like not in the playoffs or not participating in the bubble. But I mean, we've seen Giannis go down, Jason Tatum, you know, uh, LeBron, you know, the main guys like the faces of the NBA. So I thought what better time to do a buy, sell, hold episode. If you're not familiar with this segment of the channel, essentially, I mean, it's what it sounds like. You know, you guys give me some players and I kind of tell you if you know, I would buy, sell, or hold them and kind of explain the reason why. So this is on Instagram for those of you who don't know. If you don't follow me there, definitely go check it out. I mean, that's where the majority of the content is posted. That's where the majority of the engagement is at. I have been doing my thing on Twitter, but for the most part, Instagram is, you know, where it remains. So let's just jump right into this. I'm going to get into some of these players and kind of give you a small analysis of what I think about them. This is pretty much what I do for everybody who is subscribed to the Market Talk Discord. I send out an email with some players, some analysis, some reason to buy, some reason to sell. And, you know, I I think this is going to be helpful to a lot of people. And if you want this every day, then definitely go check out the Patreon. The link is down below in the description, in the show notes. And yeah, you can sign up. It's $8 a month. Extreme, extreme value for the type of information I'm going to be giving out, especially for the next weeks to come. So right off the bat, someone asked if I thought Robin Williams was a good investment. Uh, Robin Williams is a center for the Boston Celtics. He, he, he's like that classic center for me when it comes to Boston, you know, they kind of draft like Kendrick Perkins and he's just like that big guy, like big baby. I, I honestly don't see it. I think he's going to be a solid defensive player in the league. I think he might have a chance to put up a few points, but I mean, you got to look at the Boston Celtics. They're already pretty stacked. They got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kimball Walker. I mean, they don't need, like nobody else is going to be scoring. I mean, even even on the off nights, Marcus Smart comes in and, you know, does the job. So anybody else in that rotation on that team is essentially going to be a role player or it's just going to be out there to play defense. So if you own some Robert Williams cards, then, you know, I think it's a sale. I mean, I watched the Boston game the other day and they got like some new guy in there doing like windmill dunks. It's, it's, I just don't see... Robert Williams kind of fitting into the rotation. And I understand sometimes it's really attractive to look at Prism and you look at like Luca or you look at Trey Young or some of the upper echelon players and then you see a, a Robert Williams and think like, man, he's pretty cheap. I can buy him, sell him. You know, you're kind of hoping for that, that Gary Trent effect. And yeah, for him, I just don't see it. So if I had Robert Williams, um, I'd probably be selling him and I just wouldn't recommend buying or holding him. You know, I, I just don't see it happening. He is cheap though. So 
it wouldn't take much for his cards to go up. Um, another person, Timberwolves cards, he commented, what about Jamal Murray? Jamal Murray is somebody I've been talking about for the last few weeks, kind of going into the playoffs. He kind of made a little bold statement a few weeks ago. I, I don't know what exactly what it was, but it was along the lines of like, we're here to play. We're here to win. And I remember sending out an email to everybody in the group like, Jamal Murray's talking. He He's saying he's here to play. If you remember what he did last year, you know what he's capable of. And you don't always get to see it on a, a game-to-game basis because Jokic really stands out. But when it comes to these seven-game series, Jamal Murray takes over. I think we saw that yesterday. And unfortunately, it might be a little bit too late to kind of buy into Jamal Murray unless you think the Nuggets are going to go far. I do think they're going to beat Utah. Um, however, I would say due to the recent hype that Jamal Murray's a sale, you know, I don't see them really doing much outside of the uh, first round. They're just not looking uh, too, too great. He's kind of like putting the team on their shoulders and, and just ensuring they get to the next round. But after that recent game, I would be definitely selling Jamal Murray and maybe repicking him back up, you know, towards the, the beginning of next season. Sports Cards Radar, he commented and said, what about Allen Iverson? And I think this might be the first time somebody's brought up a legacy player for the, uh, you know, buy, sell, hold. I got to find like an acronym for this. But I think this is the first time somebody's actually mentioned a legacy player. If I owned Allen Iverson cards, I would be holding. I think with the recent decline in Kobe's prices, um, Allen Iverson's not going to be too, too attractive, being that he's from the same class and they have the same cards. At one point in time, though, I really did think he was a value. You know, I thought he was super cheap compared to Kobe. I mean, he is super cheap compared to Kobe. But with the market kind of declining right now, I'd kind of wait on the sidelines and see what happens. I think Kobe Bryant will go up before Allen Iverson. So if you start to see that Kobe's going up, then yeah, Allen Iverson's a buy for sure. Um, If you see that Kobe's declining, then I think Allen Iverson will kind of go that same trend. So I I would just kind of watch and see what Kobe does. Again, if I already owned Allen Iverson, I'm definitely holding. I think long-term, you know, he's just a a classic player. Like he's, he's Allen Iverson. You know what I mean? Uh, I think he's super undervalued right now. And if you don't care about like the, the few percentage points, then, you know, maybe he is a good pickup. You know, I, I'm kind of waiting on the sidelines to see what's going on with the legacy plays because I do think a lot of guys have some room to grow, but I don't think it's going to happen until we get deeper into the playoffs or until, you know, the off season when the, the speculation, the hype kind of comes back around. Before we get into the next play, I do want to let everybody know about my Market Talk Discord group. I kind of talked about this earlier in you know the beginning of the episode, and I'm bringing it up because I'm going to be doing a new segment here where every week I'm going to try to, to take somebody from the Discord group and just talk sports cards with them. So if you're interested in being on the podcast, this is a really cool way to be involved. It's going to be a sit-down, members-only type of thing. You know, It's going to give you a chance to kind of share your story. Uh, talk about, you know, your investment journey, how you got into the market and also just like, you know, pick my brain a little bit, you know, kind of have a one on one conversation with me to answer some of your questions. We're not going to get too much into investment advice in these episodes, but I thought I would let everybody know for you guys who aren't already in the group. And before we kind of get back to the episode, I also just want to talk to you guys about a contest that I hosted on Instagram. So I was giving away a 2018-19 Stephen Curry Downwards Optic PSA 10 card and this contest was running for you know quite some time uh, when I hit a thousand followers I told everybody that I would pick a random winner and 
yeah, it's time. I think this is the first time that I've announced a winner on a podcast. So hopefully if you're the winner, you're listening to this episode. So yeah, let's just get right into the winner of this one. Um, congrats to Brandon Cards. You know, you showed some love on the post. You followed all the rules. Definitely appreciate that. For those of you who didn't win, don't worry. I'm going to be running a lot of contests moving forward. We actually have another one coming up. And that's going to be for a 96-97 EX Allen Iverson rookie BGS 8.5. So definitely going to be uh, posting that pretty soon. So again, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, then you kind of got to do so because that's the only way to win. Thanks to everybody who participated. Let's get back into the show. Moving on, Flipping Hoops commented Zion Williamson. Uh, I'll go ahead and give it away. We're talking about Zion like crazy in the Discord. We all think that he's a buy. Um, I'm not going to say too much on like what cards I'm looking at, but I actually own a few Zion cards and I'm thinking about doubling down on my position. Zion's super cheap. He is uh, a, a world-class talent. You know, there are some, some, you know, some injury, you know, concerns, but look, hype alone is going to make Zion go up. You know, we've seen it last off season with Trey Young and Luca, you know, the hype kind of pushed their cards to like a two X. And then when they came in and performed, it it boosted their cards up even higher. So I, I think if I bought Zion today, I would be able to double my money come next season. You know, once we kind of get those those pictures, those images start coming in, like Zion lost 30 pounds. You, you know how they do it every season. They got to like really hype it up. I think that his cards are going to go parabolic. And, you know, the only thing that could really stop that is like a, a offseason injury you know, let's hope that doesn't happen. But outside of that, I would say he's a pretty safe invest investment. If I'm if I have Zion, definitely not selling him right now. He's too low. Um, and if I have some extra cash on the side, I'm definitely buying Zion. Now, I do want to say, you know, it's important to remember that this is just what I would do. None of this is investment advice. I'm not telling you guys to go out there and sell your Jamal Murray and put it into Zion. This is just what I would do with my money. These are the the plays and the opportunities that I see. And these are the type of conversations we have every day. So again, not investment advice. Just want to put that out there for you guys listening. I don't want any emails or comments like I bought Zion and, you know, he crashed and, you know, do your own research. You know, if you, if you like the Pelicans, if you think they have a young core, if you think Brandon Ingram is coming back, if you think that, uh, you know, Lonzo Ball and Zion's relationship is going to further develop, then yeah, you know, uh, all signs point to, to that being a good pickup. Uh, another comment is from Nick Tanny. Sorry if I said that wrong, but he's asking about Kobe Bryant and specifically his 1996-97 uh, tops rookie graded PSA 10 or 9. Um, it's tough, man, because, you know, obviously legacy is getting more popular. We see Gary B talking about it. We see a lot of, you know, celebrities and and a higher, you know, upper echelon people getting into the hobby and you know, they're going to want a Kobe. They're going to want, you know, th those high-end cars. For me, when I look at Kobe, I try to compare him to LeBron. You know, um, I see LeBron has some top space. I see Steph Curry has top space. And I, I don't see why Kobe, you know, wouldn't be up there in terms of price with them. Um, I think right now, given what's all going on, he's priced pretty well. I think that if you're like a real long-term investor like I am with, with these legacy cards, then the tops is a good play. I don't understand how people are buying his tops Chrome card, I, that green effect. Just as a collector, as as just like as a person, it really bothers me. So I like to think that later down the road, people will start to catch on to that. Like oh, I don't want a green card, so I'm going to go for the next best thing, which is his 
you know, tops 50th or his, his tops base. And I think that's going to give those cards a lot of value. So I think they're good buys. If I had a Kobe tops PSA 10 right now, I'd definitely be holding. I actually have a few of his lower graded cards and I'm pretty much holding on to them right now. So definitely think it's a hold. Um, I'm not sure if I'd be buying Kobe right now. I'm not sure if I'd be buying a lot of things right now, just because, you know, you kind of want to see, you know, where the market goes. But from what I'm seeing, even though the prices are down, I'm seeing a lot of people get back into it. And maybe this is just a healthy kind of reset. So might be a good idea to go secure yourself like one Kobe kind of wait, see what it does. And I'm just a big believer in like buying the same card and dollar cost averaging. So if like money wasn't a thing, I probably buy one now, chill, kind of see what it does. If I see another good deal, maybe go buy another one. Um, one thing I do like about the Kobe play is that a lot of people got them for cheap, you know, really cheap. So as the market continues to decline, I think we're going to see a lot of people start trying to sell those, those cards for a lot cheaper. They're just going to try to get out of their position. They're going to have the mindset like, ah, at least I profited it. You know, maybe they bought it at, you know, 2,500 and, you know, they sell it at 3,500 and that $1,000 gain is a good deal for them. We've already kind of seen that with the lower graded ones. So I've seen the PSA 8s drop to about 300 bucks. So, uh, you know, like 385. So I think that uh, a lot of people are going to kind of panic sell those. And yeah, I plan to be there to pick them up because it's Kobe. You know, I don't think you can go wrong with Kobe. If, if, we're, if we're investing in sports cars here, if Kobe's a bad investment, then, you know, what are we doing? Why are we here? And let's do one more to kind of, you know, wrap up the episode. Um, this is from Evan Gilos. This is from, this is from E. I'm gonna call you E. He asked about Kawhi Leonard, if he's a buy, sell, or hold. Um, I'm, I'm like Lakers nation when it comes to, you know, the playoffs and sports card investing. My opinion is definitely a little bit biased. I, I am not a huge fan of like the whole Kawhi is the future of the NBA um, thing. I'm probably selling Kawhi right now. He's he's kind of went over Giannis in terms of price point. I, I don't agree with that. I don't think that he's the, the better player. And I know that's not going to be a popular opinion. So for me, given that, you know, Kawhi has improved so much in price and he's he's like the only person that's kind of going up him and Anthony Davis. I'd probably be selling Kawhi. I don't see the Clippers beating the Lakers. I see the Lakers winning the championship. And with with like that information or that kind of opinion, it just doesn't make sense to hold on to him. Um, again, could totally be wrong. The Clippers can come out and kill it. And, you know, Kawhi could double in price. But I'm, I'm not taking the risk. I'm selling Kawhi right now. And I'm buying some legacy cards. So that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, I tried to, you know, to tackle everybody's comments so if i didn't get to you i'll try to do this again you know sometime next month hopefully you enjoyed it before you head out here i do want to let everybody know that tomorrow my uh portfolio is coming out so if you never view my portfolio then this is a really cool thing that i do for the uh, market talk discord group everybody who's in the group every month i drop my portfolio and you get to kind of see my plays my investments in real time so you'll see who i'm buying who i'm selling what prices I bought at, what prices I sold at, that's going to be coming tomorrow night. So if you haven't signed up for the Discord and Patreon and you want to be a part of that, you want to view this portfolio, you want to compare it to yours, then definitely go ahead and do so. Um, that information is very, very valuable. You know, a lot of people make decisions based off that. You can kind of look at the numbers and and, and kind of determine like, oh, when when do I sell? When, when does he buy? And you can also get like a real life, you know, look into 
what I'm buying right now, you know, a lot of cards I'm holding on to. So it's still not too late to kind of jump on those and, and purchase those. And because we've kind of seen this decline in the market, you might be able to get a lot of those cards at, you know, a similar price point, maybe not as cheap as I bought mine, but not too far off. So definitely look out for that. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope this episode sounds good. I, I did some new settings on the gear that I have and I, I have headphones on right now. So it sounds kind of weird. So I'm hoping when I edit this, it sounds great. Definitely give me some feedback on what it sounds like to you. Everyone's listening to this, you know, through different mediums. Some of us use AirPods, headphones. Some of us listen straight off the iPhone or off your computer through YouTube. So let me know how this podcast sounds. You can do that via DM. If there's anything you want me to talk about that, that I'm missing here that you just want some clarity on, don't be afraid to, you know, reach out to me and let me know. I'm always looking for new ideas. But yeah, that's it for this one, guys. I'll catch you in the next one. Happy investing.